You're listening to Talking TV with Liz and Lindy of PureFandom.com. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. I'm Liz. And I'm Lindy. And today we are talking about Season 7, Episode 14, The Other Side. Yes. Um, I'm just, I know you've been doing like a ton of research on this, and you've been um, very transparent and honest about (laughs) your feelings on The Walking Dead. So I just want to know, like, what do you think, girl? Like, what are your thoughts? So I did really like that episode, and I thought it was a good episode to set everything up that's coming. Um, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. It mainly served to really get me thinking about what the season finale and the next season has in store for the show. Um, But I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Did you agree? I mean, the Oceanside stuff was a little weird to me, and it came off as a little unbelievable at times. Um, But the rest of the episode, I really liked. You have, I think you hit the nail on the head. That's literally exactly how I feel. I was just kind of like, okay, um, why didn't you just, why wasn't Rick just in there with her? Like, I don't, yeah, it was just kind of like, I'm sure everyone felt the same, so I don't really want to harp on it because it was like, we get it. You wanted to show that Rick and Co are badasses so that the Oceanside people were be like, oh, yeah, JK, you can take all our guns. We do want to fight with you, which the, the point got across. But I agree. I think it could have been done a lot better. And it did. It seemed out of character that they would waste all that dynamite like yeah. that. Like it was just kind of like, yeah, okay. I agree. And I think the other issue I had with it is that I it's hard for me to believe that Cindy would go against her mom, her leader, um, or grandma or whatever, grandma, whatever, just like that. I think it would have been nice. And I, you know, I don't like spending a bunch of time with the other communities, but I do think it would have been beneficial to see a little bit of Oceanside and not just like when Tara was there, but to see their interactions a little bit more maybe would have made it more believable to see Cindy harboring this intense hate for the saviors. Um, I don't know. I think that would have, it would make it more believable that these women of Oceanside would team up with Rick. If we saw some of them really conflicted and really struggling with what had happened, but, well, you know, we didn't really get to see that. So I just thought the whole scene and the whole scenario was a little bit odd. Um, but it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> I know. And what makes it better is the fact that we were at Walker Stalker Con slash Heroes mm-hmm. and Villains Fan Fest this weekend. And um, we saw a ton of the Walking Dead cast. So we won't talk about that too much. But the Jeff and Dean Morgan panel was amazing. And there were a bunch of people there for The Good Wife and Supernatural, which made it even more hilarious. <laughs> um, so that just kind of helped me forget about that weird Oceanside scene. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a horrible scene, but I mean, I really do. I really think that they could have done this entire season without Oceanside and it would have been better for it. But that's just my opinion. Nobody listens to me, you know, but I'm just saying, I'll tell you what I did like, though. Yeah. Was the Sasha 
aspect of it, Sasha and Eugene, because I'm very interested to know what you think about Eugene. Is he really Team Negan, or is he still just going real deep undercover so that he can betray the saviors in the end? Because I'm torn. I mean, well, I have a couple thoughts on that. So if you have been listening to us for the last few weeks, you will know that I was like, no, Eugene would never do that. And you were pretty like, no, I think he's Team Negan. And then this weekend at Walker Stalker Con, uh, Josh McDermott, who plays Eugene, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan, both said Eugene is Negan. And what I think is interesting about this is that it is showing um, a side of humanity of kind of like what people would actually do and I know I gave you a bunch of shit for it a couple weeks ago when you said I might mm-hmm. just do what Eugene was doing but the fact that we see I think seeing Eugene interact with Sasha being one of the original crew of Rick and Co really kind of made it settle in for me like fuck what would you what would you do and he wasn't that close he was close to Rick and Co, but he didn't have the relationship that, let's say, Michonne had or even Sasha has. And so I think um, the true test for Eugene will be when he's actually made to do something he doesn't want to do. And Sasha mentioned this when she was trying to manipulate Eugene into giving her a weapon. And instead, he was like, here's a pill that'll kill yourself. Um, she said what am I going to do when Negan makes me do something I can't? Like, I won't be able to deal with that. And we haven't seen Negan make Eugene do that. All Negan is making or empowering Eugene to do are things that he's good at and enjoys doing. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, he was there for the whole Glenn Abraham thing. So it's still like, dude, what the hell? You saw what he did to your friends. But Mm -hmm. um, he hasn't made Eugene actually do it. So I... I'm anticipating a scene or, you know, story arc series of events where Eugene is going to be asked to do something that will make him at fault for hurting Rick and co or some of them. And that'll be his true test. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And I, I love what they're doing with Eugene because I think it's very smart to realize that he's showing he's like the example of all these other saviors, all these other people that live in Negan's community. I mean, they're not necessarily all bad people, but they've been put in these situations and they're given security and comfort and Negan builds them up and he's a manipulator and, you know, he rules by fear, but these people feel safe in a way. And Eugene is showing, you know, here's an example of why people start following Negan. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people. And it comes back to what is good and what is bad in this apocalyptic world. I mean, we mention it all the time, how Rick came in, him and the group came in and slaughtered all these saviors. That's what kicked everything off. They killed all of these people that did nothing to them directly. And so it's all about who can, I don't know, it's all it's just very interesting and I'm glad they did this with Eugene and when we had talked about it a couple weeks ago I said it would be the most interesting to see Dwight switch sides and Eugene switch sides Mm -hmm. and that's what they're doing even if in the end Eugene turns out to not really be team Negan we're still exploring that Um, and Dwight is another very interesting thing because at the end of the last episode um, we see that that is who Rosita saw 
and she brought him back to Alexandria and he's willingly just chilling in the in the uh dungeon uh, cell yeah which I thought was so badass I loved that ending where Rick just pulled up his gun and I was like yes I mean yes I just and and just the dynamic between what Dwight has been forced to do to Daryl I think um I'm really excited to see where this goes because if we've seen Dwight lose something, lose someone, lose his soulmate. You know, she, Mm -hmm. she has risked just dying because she can't, Cherry can't see Dwight be made to do these things anymore on her account. And she loves him too much to witness that. And I think having that kind of love, I mean, that changes a person and that'll, that'll give you the oomph you need to say, no, I'm, I'm going to try and risk it all to try and either die the best version of myself or at least try to make Mm -hmm. the world a better place. Um, So I, to me, which is really surprising, I didn't know how they would do that. And it's so surprising that I'm like, yeah, I see why Dwight is doing that. And it's so nuts Mm -hmm. that we've seen this from back in that burnt woods area where he first ran in to Daryl. You know, Mm -hmm. I, it's just, I know I'm rambling now, but I just think it's so crazy how Dwight has been led to where he is. And it actually makes sense because he sees people that actually love each other and care about each other. No one, no one in the compound of the saviors has that kind of relationship or loyalty to one another. So I think the fact that he sees, he sees that inspires him and Sherry correct me if it's the wrong name sherry Sherry. has been the one to to kind of be the cherry on top and to spark him into actually doing something yeah sherry the cherry that's what we'll call her that's what i think of every time i forget her name i'm like (laughs) and she has that new hit show on e or it's not a hit show does she it's this new show um quick sidetrack it's um oh who's the actor in it i know who it is I'll Google it. It's not the arrangement, is it? Yeah, it's the arrangement. That's her? That's her. Wait, I love that show. I didn't even put that together. Wait, is it our, did it already air? Yeah. It's actually really good. Like, it's a guilty pleasure. I've only seen the first episode, but it was super good. I couldn't stop watching it. But anyway, yeah, you'll have to check that out. Okay, I'll have to check it out because ER her. always has good shows like that. Because what are we going to watch, oh, yeah. you guys, when Walking Dead goes on another hiatus here Obviously, in a week or so? Obviously, the arrangement. Yeah. So, I, I definitely agree. Dwight. Eugene, Carol, and Morgan, I think their development and what they did with those characters this season, I think, were the best parts of the season. Yes. Um, I feel like the season was lacking a little bit. I feel like they didn't do Daryl's character justice towards the end. I mean, he had one great episode, and then I haven't really loved him since. I mean, I love his character, but I don't like what they've really done or not done with him. I think, Maggie, do you not, do we you like see- what they've done? Is it that you don't like what they've done with him? Or are you just still salty about that episode with the really crappy dialogue? Okay, well, I didn't like the dialogue, but I also, I mean, I guess he's just kind of a side character right now. And that's fine. But I guess I thought they were going to be doing more with him after he was captured and he had that big that big episode um and then he escaped i i suppose i was just waiting for something more to happen with this character you know what though um, and now that hasn't. you're saying this i think it may have been we all were thinking it was going to be something big with daryl but what his storyline really was was setting up dwight yeah because dwight saw well that's i mean dwight was the first 
let's we almost need to dedicate a podcast to Dwight because let's just look at I know. Dwight's, Dwight's whole like <laughs> storyline here and correct me if I'm wrong and sorry to cut you off but I just thought of this as you were saying it I think that when Dwight's whole kind of journey began when he saw how horrible Daryl was being treated and he still didn't give in and it was because he is so damn loyal to Rick and Co because that is mm-hmm. his family so he sees Daryl go through this he still doesn't break he gets out and now he's still ready to fight then he mm-hmm. sees someone else come in from Rick and Co he sees Eugene and he tries to talk to Eugene you know that one scene where he says something about like I forget how he says it and Eugene's like we are Negan And he's just kind of like, what the hell? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, so he sees these two different sides. And it's like, Daryl must be a better man because Eugene wasn't even put through a fraction of the stuff Daryl was. And Daryl still wouldn't break. Mm -hmm. And Eugene's just kind of like being this little bitch, for lack of a better term. Yeah, it's like, which kind of person do you want to be? Exactly. And it was kind of like, who? yeah, which kind of person are you going to be? Whose side are you going to be on? And I think he had... And then the Sherry thing happened, and so he's just like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have my head beaten in with the baseball bat than live this, like, live like this forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the kind of person that Daryl is anyways, though. I mean, mm-hmm. he's never been one to be forced to do anything that he doesn't want to do. And he, I, a lot of his defiance was loyalty to Rick and the group, but it was also just his own personal convictions and the person that he is. First, Eugene, who's kind of wimpy and, you know, Mm -hmm. Eugene still might be playing Negan, but you never know. Um, I do want to ask your opinion because I have a couple of ideas of, you know, of what who I think this is. But, you know, the scene where Negan says that they're basically a little birdie told him that Rick and the gang and all these communities are planning something against him. Who do you think let that slip? Um, I want to say it's Gregory because Gregory was like, pack your bags to that one guy. Mm-hmm. And um, Negan's right-hand man, what's the guy's name? He was also at Walker Stalker. The other right-hand yeah, man. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the tall slender guy that has the funny banter with Gregory told yeah. him, here's how you find me if you need mm-hmm. me. And I feel like that was purposeful that he did that. And then they say Gregory sets pack an overnight bag. And Gregory will do anything and everything he can in order to protect the life that he's set for himself and the fact that Mm -hmm. people like Maggie, he doesn't have the courage to kill Maggie, let alone a walker. Now people of Hilltop are seeing him be a little pussy and they're like losing respect for him. We saw that after Maggie was like, lay off him. He hasn't killed a walker before. He's kind of like seeing the writing on the wall with the way his lifestyle is going. And I think he's... um, He's a rat, to quote a mob wife. He's a legitimate <laughs> rat, and uh, he ratted them all out to Negan. Okay. Say it in big. Say it in Big Angie's voice for me. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Gregory. Sorry, I'm smoking a cigarette and drinking a mimosa. Did the whole thing. He set them all up. He's a rat. He's a legitimate motherfucking rat. <laughs> Was that a good one? I don't want to like yell yeah. too loud because I'm in the studio and I don't want people to look in Thank there and be you. like, "Did Liz get emphysema? Like, what's happening? Why is she smoking? That's She's awesome. pregnant." That's awesome. I, <laughs> well, Big Ange, I think it could. I think Gregory is definitely set to be 
betray them, whether he already has. I hate Jadis and her little trash heap people. And I think that there's a chance that Jadis has something to do with Negan knowing. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we don't know anything about them. Like, how do we even know that? I don't know. I I think there could be something there. Um, There also is a theory floating around, and I don't believe this, but that Dwight is being set up by Negan and that somehow Dwight knows um, and that Negan is planting Dwight in there. And then there's also a theory that, well, Eugene wouldn't know, though, because Eugene was taken before they even started plotting. So I think it probably has to be Gregory, but I still think there's a chance that it's Jadis and her trashy people. In my opinion, you know so. what? I could be Jadis and her trashy people too. I agree. Pun intended on trashy. Um, mm-hmm. And then the backup is that they have uh, Oceanside now too. Like maybe they'll buck up in case Jadis does turn against her. Yeah. Or turn against Rick and Co. Um, I don't know. I mean, Negan's smart. He has spies all over the place. So maybe he's had yeah. to deal with these trash people for a while and he's like, these trash people, like, they're just, we know they can't give us anything, so we're just going to let them live the way they live. And then when Rick yeah. finally approaches them, maybe, you know, we'll cut him a deal. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know we don't have a ton of time left, but I do have three predictions for the season finale. I'm going to say them and then you tell me what you think, okay? Okay. One, Sasha's going to die. First of all, she's got that new Star Trek show that she's like a lead on coming up. Oh, for sure. Um, she's totally going to die. She's yeah. She's and, not the captain, but she's like a lieutenant, right? Yeah. And just that. And I think that she's in a position. I wouldn't be surprised if Eugene, Abraham and Rosie or not Abraham, Eugene, Rosita and Sasha died. I don't know why, but I can see all of them dying, dying. Okay. That's just me. I think Eugene might die because. If he if he has truly switched sides to Team Negan, I don't think he will live because there is nowhere else for him to go from there. Because Negan's not going to – I think, you know, Rick and them are going to eventually win this war. That's just how it's going to be. They're our main characters. They're going to win. If Negan has switched sides – or if Eugene has switched sides, I mean, what else is there for his character? Um, do you think anybody else is going to die? Who do you think might die? Um, I definitely agree with you on Sasha. Uh I think we saw Sasha, or someone was saying um, Sasha, like, rolls up with Negan in the promo, and that's why they all, like, look super surprised. Mm-hmm. So I could see her, like, sacrificing herself and, like, pulling a, I'm going to try and kill Negan, but mm-hmm. also pretend I'm on my side thing. Um, yeah. If Eugene dies, I would like to see him die making the decision to, like, blow himself up with whatever plan he has. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just my hope because I'd, I'd like to have hope for him. Uh, I know we said we earlier on this season, we thought Carol might die. And I could see that happening, but I feel like we've got more to see from Carol next season yeah. because she's like turning a leaf with these last few yeah. episodes. Um, so I don't think she's going to die. I'm just excited to see her be badass Carol again. Like I would yeah. love for... Any, any episode with Carol in it is just fantastic. Same with Morgan. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, yeah. can we just get more of them next week or this week? Yeah. Like, I'd be fine with that, that. Their episode was my favorite of the whole season. I just loved it so much. And my, that was my second prediction was that Carol and Morgan are going to pop up, like, at the end. Oh, was it your second prediction or are you just saying that yeah. because I said it? 
know, and I have it written down if you want to <laughs> screenshot my iPad, iPod, iPhone notes. Forgot what your I was iPad, about. your iPod nano notes. Listen, my iPad, <laughs> yes, shut up. Anyways, like I was saying. Yeah. So, no, I think that they're going to show up at the end, but they've separated, haven't they? Uh, Carol's gone off on her own and. Um, I think Morgan's on his own right now. But either way, we're going to see both of them in the finale, mm-hmm. probably towards the end, probably something super badass. Right. And I think Morgan is going to come and, like, kill a shit ton of people. And Rick is going to see it and be like, dude, what happened to you? And just be, like, shocked, like, okay. Um, dude, and Carol's what happened be like, hey, guys. I don't know what yeah. happened, but I'm fine with it. We're fine with it. We're fine with it. So that's my second prediction, which I know you probably agreed with, right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then, um, so everybody is talking about, um, saying like they're worried, sorry, I was pulling out my notes, saying that they're worried that the season's going to end on a cliffhanger again. And you know how pissed fans were the last time. I don't know why. I I don't think people should get pissed if something ends on a cliffhanger. That's what season finales are for. Fans were pissed that the cliffhanger didn't reveal who Negan was going to kill because that's what they were advertising the episode as. Yeah. Right? I mean, Um, would you agree with me there? Yeah. I mean, I I would say at first I was shocked and disappointed. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, it's not a big deal. And I didn't care anymore. Um, But, you know, some fans were super salty about it. I think that I don't know. They have they have so little time to wrap up so many to bring everything together and wrap everything up. So it's hard for me to believe that this last episode is going to take down Negan and everything's going to be wrapped up perfectly. However, I don't think it's necessarily going to end on a cliffhanger. And Scott Gimple made a statement and he said, the end of this season is very much the end of a chapter. It's a conclusion that promises this epic story ahead so him saying that makes me think that things are going to somewhat be wrapped up I mean I'm sure things will be left for us to wonder about over the hiatus but I don't think it's going to be like it was last season yeah I I agree I think um what I think will happen is that they'll have the war you know shit will go down that'll they'll somehow end that whole ordeal and they'll introduce some other like threat or and I don't mean like a person it could be like walkers or it could be sickness vegetation like who freaking knows you know they'll introduce something to where that'll be the next big challenge Mm -hmm. and it won't just be politics among all the communities because that's like not horrific enough or like threatening enough for the show but I definitely think they'll introduce something else that we won't see coming which will be kind of cool because it'll be like, yeah. ooh, we thought that it was going to be the end and they were going to beat Negan and it'd be great. And then it's like, oh, shit. Like, what exactly yeah. is going on? Like, wouldn't it be cool if um, – and again, we didn't read too much ahead in the comics. We know what happens specifically with Negan, but we don't know everything else. So this is just me. I do. And they don't follow the comics. Exactly. So this is me just, like, spitballing ideas. But wouldn't it be mm-hmm. so awesome if Negan was, like – or the savior – compound was like uh um what's the word I'm looking for like if there was some like crazy freaking like nuclear something in there that they were harnessing for energy but also had to like program to where it wouldn't 
blow up or like destroy everything around them like something just you know what I mean like that sounds so stupid I know but something crazy like that to where it's like are you freaking kidding me like is this the lost coming out in you this is the lost coming out in me like my brain is you know how I feel about this stuff like just something nuts like that to where they'd be like oh my god like really and they'd have to keep them around for that or they'd have to like use some of the saviors in order to know how to deal with whatever this big crazy threat would be i just think that would be hilarious i think my prediction is that we're gonna see rick and the group really try to prove that they still have their humanity like they're going into this war but i think they're also on a moral kind of ethical redemption path um which will be definitely i agree that'll definitely be a main theme as well to see them just like slaughter people without regard is something I don't think that we're gonna see. I see. I I know everything that happens in the comics after this, so I can't really say much more. The people who read the comics know what bad guy group or threat or whatever or what group in general comes next. I don't think we're ready to move to that group yet. Um, but yeah, I'll just stop. I'll yeah, just, just stop. stop talking. Like, let me just theorize. I did. I let you theorize. Okay. Well, um, I think that's all we have in terms of time. Yes. Um, thanks yeah. to DK New Media for letting us use their studio again. We've been on a bit of a hiatus for a while because of Comic-Con season. We've been recording and traveling on the road. Um, you can catch us next at Wizard World St. Louis, where um, you can't say all of the panels that we're doing yet because they're still announcing. But let's just say they're pretty freaking kick-ass. Pretty badass. And we're super, super jazzed. So make sure you check out purefandom.com and at pure underscore fandom on Twitter and Instagram for updates on our schedule. We'll also be um, doing some Insta story clips so you can actually see some of the videos of our panels, which is great. You guys have been giving us great feedback on that. And um, we also brought on legitimately like 10 writers in the last two weeks. So we have some kick-ass content. If you want to write for us or podcast for us, uh, just email Liz or Lindy at purefandom.com. Those are two separate email addresses. That's not one. (laughs) So Liz at purefandom.com or Lindy at purefandom.com. And we'll get back with you as soon as we can. Did I miss anything? Or is that like the shameless plug announcements? I think we covered, I think we covered the shameless plug. I think we did it we did it perfect well thanks for tuning in guys and we will catch you next time until then capes out visit purefandom.com for more kick-ass news on your favorite shows fandoms movies and more